0: An Entitled Karen demands that me and my husband sell our house that we've worked so hard on, specifically to her and her husband, all because they liked it and they were angry that we got the house before they could. Things got so bad that I ended up having to threaten to call the police just to get this Entitled Karen off my property. Here's what happened. A couple of years ago, my husband and I bought a house from the city council. We had seen it and we loved everything about it, as well as the neighborhood. Inspections showed that a part of the central heating boiler Everything was in good order, but we still needed to replace that boiler. We also renovated the bathroom and the stairs, and we placed a new kitchen in the house. Between then and now, we have invested money into our home. Amongst other things, we placed solar panels, renovated the front and back garden, and renovated our downstairs toilet. For reference, we have lived here for around 6 years now, and we have no intention of ever moving. Apart from the fact that we pumped a lot of money into the house, we honestly just love the neighborhood. As as well as our neighbors. And it's especially nice because we have close family and friends in the area. The way the council sold houses went as follows. The house was up for six weeks, and if you were interested, you could schedule a visit with a real estate agent, place a bid if you wanted it, and then after six weeks, the city council would look at all the bids and see who offered the most. Two weeks ago, I was home when a lady rang the doorbell. She introduced herself and told me that when the house came up for sale all those years ago, she and her husband were in interested. They could see the potential, but their bid was rejected. She was very excited and interested about how it looked now, especially from what she could see, and how beautiful the garden looked, and how wonderful our solar panels were aligning with the house, and so on. So I thanked her for her compliments and waited for the reason why she rang the doorbell. She then told me that since they now had the money saved up, they wanted to know if we were interested in selling them the house. And after she said that, I was kind of blown away, and I told her, no, we are not interested in doing that. This entitled Karen then starts whining and gave me an offer anyways, but I told her the same thing. We are not interested in selling our home. I mean, we love this house and the area. There's no way we're going to move. But the Karen wasn't having it because more whining ensued and she made a new offer. I kindly then drew the line and said that she can offer all she wants, but we love living here and we want to enjoy our home with the family that we've built in it. Then I told her that I had things to do and I wish sure a good day and I just closed the door. At this point, I thought this would be the end of it, but this entitled Karen proved to be something else as she crossed the line completely and started to act incredibly obnoxious. And I honestly can't believe it to this day. I had barely turned around when she started ringing the doorbell continuously. So I opened the door and I asked her what she needed to say. She told me this almost verbatim. You need to sell us this house. You have lived here for some years now. My husband and children deserve a nice house like this. I gave you two offers that are very reasonable. It's our turn now, so sell us your house. We want to live here. I told this woman that her offers were laughable at best. She gave us two offers, while we knew that we could ask for double the price and get that still. She was honestly just lowballing us. I reiterated that we were not interested and we would not sell our home to her. I then blatantly said, "You need to leave," and I closed the door again. And just like before, she started ringing the doorbell like a madwoman. After. Trying Trying to ignore it, I ripped open the front door and shouted in her face, telling her she needs to get lost. We are not interested. And even if we were, I would not sell my house to her, since she is acting like a spoiled, rotten Karen. I wouldn't want my neighbors to deal with her spoiled attitude. I told her that she doesn't need to think about trying to bully us into moving, and that she can go away or I would call the police. This time, I slammed the door to get the message across. She stayed, screaming at the door that we have to sell her the house. And walked around a little bit before finally leaving. I did send a message in Our Streets group app about her, and thankfully, people have said that they will keep an eye out for her. My husband was absolutely stunned when I told him about what happened, as this is really an unusual thing for someone to do with where we live. She has been seen once or twice, but has not caused problems for us or anyone else. What an absolute psychopath. Did this entitled Karen really think she could walk up to somebody's house, lowball them an offer, and then say, okay, it's time to move? Like, what in the what world was she thinking that is not how you get a house if anything it's just crazy and the fact that she kept banging on your door and ringing your doorbell over and over again just to try and convince you in some way that yes you need to sell your house to her specifically is absolutely insane in my opinion if i was in her shoes i probably would have called the police a lot sooner especially after the second time of her basically running up on my house like i do not need that kind of energy in my life but thankfully this lady got the message and went off hopefully she never comes back again and hopefully the original poster sets up some kind of camera system. That way they can avoid this crazy entitled Karen ever coming back when they're not around. My entitled mother is demanding that I have kids before it's too late, as well as dumping my current boyfriend to try and find one that's actually rich. And I'm honestly just so tired of the manipulation. So my mother and I do not see eye to eye. And this goes for just about anything in the world. She believes in marriage, love, having babies, and living a good life, whereas I'm just an individual I'm working for myself and my current partner. I do not want children nor do I ever think I will. Marriage isn't off the table but it's just not a priority. She's a lower income mother who had me as her only child and she had me when she was very young while living with my grandma Personally, I'm a very well off individual and I've moved out of her house because she's very manipulative and this honestly brings up two issues that I have with her. For one, children Just for the record, I hate children I could not think of having any worse than a slimy, horrible thing the size of a watermelon coming out of me and ruining my body and my life forever. Those little goblins just make me feel sick. I mean, I don't even like my cousins. Even them touching my arm makes me feel like I need to take four showers just to get the germs off. I have thought about having my tubes tied because the thought of having children brings me so much trauma. I do not look at children as if I love them. I look at children with disgust. It's nothing personal. I just hate them so much. She continuously asks me when I'm gonna have kids. She speaks so highly of them, and she says that I will be alone if I don't have any. She is constantly trying to guilt trip me by saying stuff like, well, your grandma's gonna be sad. And also, if you don't have kids, the family's gonna be disappointed. She berates me for spending too much time on my work and my hobbies, as well as spending too much time on my relationship. Which brings me to my next point, my existing relationship. She has no responsibility for who I'm currently in a relationship with, she always points out good-looking boys or wealthy boys, and it makes me sick. It really makes me seethe. I don't understand why she cannot fathom that I'm actually happy with my decision. She may think that it's not real or that I'm not picking someone wealthy enough, but I do not care, and that does not matter to me. I cannot fathom or understand why she feels so entitled to say these things. She's using my grandma and trying to manipulate me and make me feel bad just to try and get me to have children. Also, it's belittling my relationship and trying to suggest a wealthier man is a better way to go. It honestly just makes me sick and I am so tired of dealing with it. Your mom sounds like a piece of work. I mean, you've made it pretty clear. You don't like kids and you love your current relationship. And that honestly should be enough for her to try and mind her own business. And sure, your route is probably not the typical route or the route that your parents took. But then again, who cares? In my opinion, if I was in your shoes, I would live my life to the fullest extent. And if that means I'm not going to have kids, and I'm going to stick with my current relationship, then that's what I'm going to do. So I honestly just would not let this lady's comments get to you. You know what makes you happy, as well as what you want out of your life. So if I was in your shoes, I would just ignore her. Because otherwise, it's just going to be more of the same. Her trying to manipulate you and guilt trip you into doing stuff that you're not comfortable with. An entitled family bust a valve in the hotel, causing water to flood the entire third floor, causing an evacuation and the fire department to show up and I've never been more panicked in my life so the last week of January 2018 it was absolutely frigid that was the winter I learned that Celsius and Fahrenheit intersected at negative 40 the hard way that was also a bad week for me all around my grandpa had just passed away and I hadn't yet started antidepressants so you can imagine where my mental state was so I work full-time as a night audit at a hotel I work at but I work weekends because it's easier for For me personally, it's the last Saturday of the month and it's a balmy negative 20 degrees outside. I'm in the back folding laundry and watching videos on my phone. I get a call on the house phone and apparently there's a noise complaint about some kids running around on the third floor. I go up and I find a man and his partner arguing. The man is incredibly drunk. If their kids running up and down the hall was making noise, I ask them to rein the kids in and head back downstairs. Nothing out of the ordinary so far, but y'all know what's about to Come next. About an hour later, I get a call saying that there's flooding on the third floor. I was perplexed by this, but I figured that someone had clogged their toilet or something like that, so I go up with a plunger ready to take care of it. I get up there and I find that the hallway had quickly turned into a lazy river, as water was gushing from the room that the noise complaint had come from. The family had booked it from the room and left the door wide open. The drunk jerk had ripped a fire sprinkler from the wall in anger, and the pipe we were under a lot of pressure already from the intense cold, so water was gushing out like a geyser from the hole. I had to go downstairs and call the fire department. People were panicking, and I don't think I was in the most calm mindset either. My attention was divided a hundred different ways. People were complaining, not wanting to go outside in the cold, despite water now pouring from light fixtures, like some kind of deranged water park. I saw water was starting to drip on the computer monitors, so I grabbed trash bags and I covered them up. I saw the water was starting to pull on the floor, so I grabbed laundry carts to put under the bigger leaks and try to mop up the water. I also tried hunting for the water shutoff valve, but I'm not maintenance, so I had no idea where it was, and so many people were wanting my attention. It was just me there, after all. A certain travel agency, Monopoly, that we all hate was calling me and asking if I'd refund their clients. I scream on the phone, Lady, the situation is a lot more complicated than you realize, and I said that in absolute desperation. Finally, the fire department and the management team came in and helped me to get a better handle on the situation. They were shutting down the sprinkler system and cleaning up the water. At that point, ceiling tiles were falling from the ceiling and almost hitting people, despite me asking them multiple times to go outside. I paused for five minutes just to get something to eat, just a microwave mac and cheese dinner, and the head housekeeper, who literally just arrived, asked me why I wasn't down they're helping. Thankfully though, the management team had my back and told me that I could finish my meal. Breakfast that day was some donuts from the local chain bakery. I went home exhausted and sobbing. It was one of the most miserable experiences of my life. Even recalling it now makes me tense and angry. The idiots responsible did eventually turn back up, spinning some absolute garbage story about how he had left a shirt hanging on the fire sprinkler. But the insurance company basically told us that if we wanted to cover for the damages, we couldn't press charges, and we have to label it as an accident. I surprisingly came off looking a lot better than I felt. Despite my internal panic, people apparently thought I kept my cool. They said that I kept back the Mississippi with a mop. I got a decent raise because of it, and the closest thing to tenure that you can possibly get in the hotel field. The phrase, I wouldn't wish this on my worst enemy, gets tossed around a lot, but yeah, that pretty much describes that situation. Between the water and the freezing air, I What a terrifying situation. Imagine that, you're the only one working, it's literally the middle of the night, and some moron busts a valve, and water starts pouring all over the place. Talk about a lot of unhappy and very miserable people. It's an unfortunate circumstance, but the fact that they came out on top, and now people see them as like that person who can handle the pressure, it might have just worked out in their favor. The original poster goes on to say that they still work there, and that despite all of it, they don't really have any other nights as bad as that one night. So, good for them for gaining some clout at work. They handled an entire hotel getting flooded in the middle of the night. And in my opinion, that probably gives some pretty good job security moving forward. This story came from the Am I the Jerk podcast subreddit. Check the links in the description if you'd like to submit your own stories. Am I the Jerk for wanting to cut off all contact with my friends? So, I am a senior in high school. I have friends that go all the way back to third grade. And we'll just call them Annie, Haley, and Walter because I don't want to use their real names. I was a huge introvert in need of friends but I was too scared to try and talk to anyone my persistent little mind thought I needed friends still despite having three wonderful friends back in second grade first grade and kindergarten which is honestly not true they were actually just the worst but through the words of Haley she says that I came to her one day because she was sitting by herself and we became friends that way and this is how it happened with Annie and Walter I met Annie first because she was in my class And I met Walter down the line Because he was Annie's friend too We got along great for being 8 years old And our friendship continued Until around middle school Walter had other guy friends Which I didn't really mind But Annie and Haley however Moved out of the school Within just weeks of each other Annie was being homeschooled For various reasons And Haley was claiming She wanted to be popular And that she couldn't make that happen With another girl present This was also during the time That my parents split up So I was a little messed up Nonetheless no one else knew that I kept to myself and I wished them the best of luck with whatever they were going through. I would see Haley again in the coming years because my school district only has one high school so everyone from the middle schools would walk those halls. I wouldn't see Annie for a while though until I got my first phone in 8th grade and through my mom as well as her mom, they arranged a day for us to hang out. That left me with Walter. Now, I would try to hang out with him but his friends made it quite obvious that girls weren't allowed in their group they tolerated me when I was there but I could tell they didn't care for me too much I would play and lose with Walter playing cards or even chess sometimes but I could tell he was growing a little distant we didn't share any classes together either so I was on my own for the longest time then high school comes around and I was reunited with Haley my freshman year but she had changed too she was going through stuff with her parents as well a lot of which were things such as calling her a pig despite her being a healthy weight for her height, which was about the same weight as me. So as a result, she stopped eating. I wanted to help her through this, as well as a few other things, while putting my own wounds on the back burner. That's what I was supposed to do, right? I wanted to be a good friend. She asked me to keep quiet about this whole thing, since she didn't want her parents involved, which is understandably so, considering all the abuse that happens. I kept my mouth shut as a promise, but I ended up breaking it the next year. By sophomore year, it became evident that things weren't going well and I had to do something about it. I went to a counselor because I was afraid of what she would do to herself if I didn't. She ended up going home that day with her parents and they set up a therapy schedule for her and they got her on medication to help with her depression. She seemed to be getting better but she would never be the girl that I remembered back then. She was more bold and flirtatious and that caused so many problems down the line that I had to save her from multiple times. Guys would be all over her and I'd have to beat them off because she's too shy to do so herself. I didn't realize how mentally taxing this was until this year. I found out that she was being harassed by a bunch of guys outside of the school as well as inside and obviously I can't do anything about the ones outside of school because I'm never there. I can however manage the ones inside the school. She's gotten into so much boy trouble that it actually affected my relationship with another old friend and guess who that old friend was? That's right it was Walter. He was angry at the fact that we were trying to report his friend despite me trying to explain to him what was going on. We were talking over each other and every time I was waiting for him to finish just so I could try to have something to say back he would then just cut me off again which would really upset me. This was the first fight we've ever had and I knew this guy had anger issues before but I've tolerated it for the most part. Now a little more information on the other guy. I told him to be wary around Haley because she has a very fragile trust and if you bring it you'll never get her back ever again. She has had more relationships than I could possibly count, so I've seen this happen multiple times, both online and in person. He tells me in a cocky way, "Oh, don't worry about it. I always stay winning." Which is like, okay, sure. I tell him to back off in places where it's due, like when she's being touched in a way that she doesn't like. I was basically speaking for her, which was something I never do for anyone. He didn't listen to me, so when Haley comes to me asking to go to the counselor, I was a annoyed, but I said yes. And that's what led to the fight. Afterwards, I came to realize something. This wasn't my job. I didn't have to do any of this. Why was I doing this in the first place? Haley carries this thing of pepper spray with her wherever she goes. If she really felt uncomfortable, she would use it, right? She has every means to protect herself from all these things happening, and she just simply doesn't do it. Instead, she would send me to do it. Not only that, but Walter basically made it clear to me that I wasn't a good enough friend. I would invite him to so many things, because I was in a lot of activities at the time, and I wanted him to come and see what we were doing. I also invited him to my birthday, multiple times. Now, those were a little more understandable. He was sick by the time my birthdays came around, so that couldn't be helped. But for everything else, he always had an excuse for why he couldn't come out just to hang out, even though he claims to be friends. I've tried to continue to be friends with him, and have gotten honestly nothing back in return. He would also get mad at me when I don't remember his birthday, when he did doesn't even remember mine And I've actually made the effort to remember it this year He continues claiming to be my friend Despite his actions not showing it I was so mad after all that went down That I just blocked everyone I knew Including Annie Who wasn't even a part of this in the first place I left them that way for about a month Before unblocking Haley She's in one of my classes So I can't exactly avoid her I just do what I can in the mornings And during passing periods The thing is She doesn't know I blocked her in the first place, She sent one text message between the time I blocked her and the time that I unblocked her. I don't think she understands what she's doing to herself. It honestly might be backlash from her parents that she decides to do this, but it's starting to affect me too. She tells me that she started flirting with other guys who both now want her as a girlfriend. And instead of reacting like I normally do, I just say to her, well, good luck with that, to let her know that I'm not interested in helping her with that type of situation anymore. And I will make it completely clear to her if it escalates again I eventually unblocked Annie as well even though she hadn't sent anything either so she is completely unaware of our current situation and I don't plan on telling her but since this whole incident went down I'm starting to think it's too much trouble to maintain these friendships and my own love life has gone to nothing because now I just hate most guys and girls for the fact that they like to escalate things too far and they don't seem to understand the words no or stop they hardly communicate to each other or allow communication with with each other, and they're way too immature. Despite being almost adults, senioritis is hitting fast, and I'm so done with school. I guess with that, it makes me wonder if I'm the jerk for wanting to cut off contact with my friends. Maybe I do feel bad a little bit in regards to Annie, because she wasn't a part of this whole throwdown, but I don't want to get her involved in something that requires her to help two feuding friends. I've done it before, and I know it sucks. What should I do? I don't think you're the jerk for wanting to find new friends. The situation with the guy can't really be helped, it sounds like he really wants you to be his friend, but he doesn't want to be your friend, if that makes sense. As for the girl, man, you need to take a step back in my opinion. If she wants to ruin her life, that is not your responsibility to clean up. And it sounds like she's doing all the wrong things with the expectation that you're just gonna bail her out. And I think you have it right. This is not your problem, and it's definitely not something you need to worry about. So hopefully you can find new friends that are a lot better than this. Because the way these people are acting does not show that they're good friends. And if anything, it just shows that they're kind Of using you, and you can do so much better than that. Thanks for watching. When you subscribe, make sure to hit the bell to turn on notifications. To finish listening to all the stories, use the playlist at the top of the description. And the next time you live stream, use the cream of the crop music. Search cream of the stream on Spotify or whatever platform you use for copyright free music to use for your next stream.